Did you see your girl J-Lo stole your swag? Because they're engaged. Well, she listened to the podcast and um, <laughs> she purchased or he purchased a green mm-hmm. diamond for her. I'm sorry. No, I don't. It, that's not an emerald, right? That's I don't think so. Yeah, no. It's just She's a, also a Leo and whatever my stone is, is green. Mm, I forget what it's called. Mm, yeah. Yeah. She's been listening. I love it. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I love it. Are, are you going to want to trade that in now? No. You want to get some St. Patty's Day dye? And... No, 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 no. Okay, so we're just keeping it. I love my diamond. Okay. All right. Shout out to J-Lo. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to the pod. <laughs> you ready? Uh-huh. All right. What's up, everyone? You are tuned into the Feelings First Facts Later podcast with Nathan Mitchell and Christina. Hey. And this is episode 46. 46. We are halfway to 50 now, mm-hmm. right? As far as like being in the 40s. Right. More than halfway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're pushing More, it. Uh-huh. We're pushing it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Me too. I'm excited. We just need to now come up with something creative to do for uh for the big five the zero. Big five zero. You know what I'm saying? These milestones, we need to celebrate them. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we do have something serious to talk about, as always. We do. Well, I mean, it's not necessarily serious, but I, I guess know? it's more of like an informative. Yes, you know, we talked about it. The 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 couple things that we can tell people about, <laughs> which can help improve their relationship. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was that I only, serious. I only said couple because I didn't count. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven, seven. Mm-hmm. So we're there. We had seven yellow flags, eight red flags, right. and now we have about, seven yeah. ways to help not only improve your relationship, but help maintain your relationship. Okay. Right? Yeah. You remember talking about that now? Yes, I do. Okay. All right. I just didn't know it was serious. I thought there was something else I didn't know. So the only reason why I'm saying it's serious is because I want to start off with some monkey shit. I want to start off with some gossip. Right. Okay. Nonsense feelings stuff. And then we'll kind of roll into facts i okay. guess you could say a little bit later yeah right? you know okay. the idea of the show <laughs> that we do together and we're almost at number 50 you ready mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to get serious yeah not serious gossip stuff so i, I do want to talk about a little bit of gossip now i know this might be old news for some people uh-huh. but since we have recorded this is taking place since we recorded the last episode okay so we're still within that a week the week period of uh-huh. this happening and it has to do with Pete Davidson. Okay. Pete Davidson and Kim and Kanye, of course. Okay. And how the internet was all in outrage or whatever mm-hmm. because Pete Davidson was seen in photographs with Kim and Kanye's children. Okay. Like what? Where? So what? Exactly. Well. Are you saying so what? Like, why are we talking about this? Or so what? Like, why does so it... what that he was around her kids? <laughs> oh, I thought you were like so. Why are we talking? <laughs> like, all right, no, well, like, we why? can just take this in a completely different direction. She's in a relationship with this man, right? Right, and of course, there are people out there that are making a big deal about it, mainly because it's just what we do, and we just like the ignorant shit anyway, right? Right. So this or it's is... shit that has—it's none of our fucking business. It's none of our—it's none of our business, right? Right. Right. But it's out there, so we're going to talk about it, and we're going to make it our business for a second, and we're going to give our Kanye. Didn't have the beef that he has. Mm-hmm. No one would care that Pete was around Kim's kids, right? But it's been because he's like, "You're never gonna be around my kids," and all this wild shit. Like, as if he's in control of that. Yeah, that's why it's a big deal. I think one of the reasons why it hit me close to home is because I'm a man that's in a similar situation, not where I'm of any status of. Pete Davidson or Kanye and there's <laughs> active beef going on between my baby mothers right, and their, right. you know, their significant other. But I've been in a situation where, or I am in a situation where there is a man that is around my children. Right. right? One of which is the husband of my ex. Right. And I think it's a beautiful thing. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I see something like this and I go, or when I see something and I and I see people are creating this outrage or even Kanye's creating this outrage of mm-hmm. why are you around my kids and yada, yada, yada. It's like, wouldn't you want that? Right. Like, I love the idea that my children are around another man 
that makes them feel safe, secure, and he loves them. And, and that their mom is happy with, right? Like, don't you want to see that? Like, your kids to see that, wouldn't you think? Exactly. And I would assume she's... Kim is responsible enough that she's waited X amount of time and it's serious enough that she feels like it's appropriate. Right. Right. So what? I would hate the opposite of that, where it's a dude that just wants to pipe her down, doesn't respect her, doesn't really want to be around the kids, you know, just kind of like, we really got to. Or if it's that, then it's that. Then it's not it's not around your kids because that's her business, too. See what I'm saying? Right, right. I'm I'm talking about with the kids being right, involved, right, right. right? Yeah. I like the idea that he wants to be involved in my children's life, right? Yeah, and obviously is accepting of that, which is what you would want, right? Which right. I think is what you're saying, right? Now, you know, in my situation, there is some fuck shit behind it too, mm-hmm. where there are things that, you know, certain things that it's kind of like right, I feel like it's that happens. I I wouldn't move that way, but if I have to swallow that in order to make sure that my seeds, my children right. are well taken care of, then whatever. I'll I'll play along and and I'll play the game. Yeah. Like it it, it's it part of doesn't it. hurt my feelings yeah. at all. I know. I get it. So if if that's what the sacrifice is and that's what the sacrifice is. But in this situation, it seemed like and I didn't, I didn't really look at the photos, but it seemed as if they were having a good time, right. out enjoying a day. It's not just his kids; it's her kids too, right? Right. Like you said, she made the decision. She thought it was it was appropriate. It just so happens that these people are people of a certain status, right. where there are going to be cameras following them. Right. But this is everywhere they go, shit for right? A lot of people, yeah. Exactly. It just looks crazy to certain people because now it's broadcasted. As opposed to just everyday people that this thing happens to, it doesn't really make it to social media. So it's not like right. they're intentionally trying to rub it in someone's face. And maybe there was a caption in it. I don't know. But- yeah, but either way, and I'll, I'll say it again. If Kanye hadn't started the drama that he did with the whole Pete thing, mm-hmm. no one would care. If he was cool with them, this wouldn't be an issue. Right. No one would give a fuck. I'd be, everybody would be like, oh, that's beautiful. Look at them. Everyone's spending time together. And it's because he had something negative to say. Right. Because he's a lunatic. Right. And I love Kanye, but he mishandled that. But not even just him, because there has been the running narrative of males out there agreeing with him, reacting the way he did to someone in another man being around his children. You see what I'm saying? And it's, it's just so odd to me. Well, it's not really odd to me because I, I, this is how just people are, but Mm -hmm. it's just so wild to me that there are people out there that just can't accept the situation, Mm -hmm. be happy about it Mm -hmm. and move on. Or even if you don't accept it and are not happy about it, keep that shit to yourself. Right. That's my thing. Right. It, no one fucking cares, and it's not good for the kids. Right. Go talk to a therapist about it if you have an issue with it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to like it. That's okay. But no one else needs to know about it. Right. Now, I'm all for stepping in if someone's being inappropriate or your child comes back and they of say something like, hey, yes, I didn't like get this. Get your shit is happening. And, yeah, yeah yada, obviously. Yada, yada. But if they're like, hey, I'm having a good time, just be happy. Right. It, it, and, and again- I'm speaking from a man that's in this position. Right. And yes, I guess the best case scenario would have been, not that I want to get back with any one of my exes, but the best case scenario would have been, I would have my children and I get to raise them and I get to be yeah, around them every day every, and yeah. boom, boom, boom. Right, and of course. they see me and I'm the man that they look up to every day right. and any I'm other sure man that they see everybody would just, prefer that. But we're not there. Right. So if we're not there, the next best yeah. thing would be someone that, I can shake hands with someone that I can get along with, or even if I don't get along with, whatever. This ain't got shit to do with me. You see what I'm saying? Right. As long as you make sure that you respect my children, right? You take care of them. If you have any problems, hey, reach out to me. Or if you right. feel like you could, you know, solve a problem in an appropriate manner that doesn't, you know, hurt them or anything like that, then yeah. by all means, do what you have to do. You know, but it's I it but. In this scenario, now these children, or in, I guess my children, right? But their children too, 
I'm assuming, let, let's say their relationship does, you know, lead to something more, mm-hmm. right? Then now they have two men that they can look at and look up to and learn from. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. As opposed to zero. Right. Or even just one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Especially if they're of two different worlds. Mm-hmm. Like my children, you know, they're going to get. Yeah, they're of two different worlds. Of completely two different worlds. <laughs> right. I am no, I am nothing like their stepfather. Right. And that world is nothing like your world. Right. Yeah. But from what I know of him, he works a good job. He's a hardworking guy. He yeah. takes care of, you know, his, his family, yada, yada, yada. He seems right. like he's a, you know, pretty good role model. He served in the military, all these other things. So it's like they're going to get that mm-hmm. and they're going to get the best of him. Yeah. And then they're going to get me and right. then the best of me. And it's, right. that's, that's a beautiful thing. Right. Or, or that's. The most beautiful thing that can happen in a situation like, like that. that. I agree. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. As opposed to no father or one that's just, you know, not available. But I feel like it has a lot to do with the man, the father, and the the biological father in the relationship or in the in the situation. Mm-hmm. Like where they're at. Like as far as if they've gotten over the situation, if they've healed whatever they need to work on, because mm-hmm. that sounds to me like a, a victim and a selfish mindset. Right. Because, because it's not about you. Right. It's not. It's about the kids. Right. At and, this and point, the relationship you... didn't work. Okay, that's great. You don't even have to like that. But then how can we move forward for the best case scenario for the kids? Right. Where I'm not causing unnecessary drama. Because it's so unnecessary. Right. Especially when the drama is because you just want to be back with the mama. And it's like, you, you're really not too Yeah, but it's like, it. obviously, he's not taking accountability for why they are where they are. Because that's always the, an issue, too. Well, and I would imagine that's the issue with most of the males out there. Right. That will find themselves in a situation or they'll like this. And then they will side with someone like a Kanye mm-hmm. and go... Yo, I understand. I wouldn't want anybody yeah, to do that. To me, it right. sounds da, 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 da. like there's little to no accountability for the role you played or continue to play mm-hmm. for the situation being what it is. I have no patience for it. Well, and I think that just ties into some of the, the things that you and I have talked about in these most recent episodes mm-hmm. is the idea that not all males are men. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing more and more this feminine energy come out and rear its, it's head. It's because it's baby mama drama, and, but with baby daddies. Right. It's fucking crazy. Right. Yeah. Right. He's yeah. acting like a baby mama. Right. The the typical scenario would be, uh-uh-uh, stay away from my kid. Right. And you'll see women being jealous and acting wild. If but now, there's another woman around. Exactly. But now yeah. we're seeing males do this, mm-hmm. and we're seeing males act out of character, or, I mean, within their character, because they're, they they're just being who they are. But we're seeing them display feminine energy mm-hmm. through this mm-hmm. through that slap mm-hmm. that took place yeah through the rebuttals from the slap like august alcina coming out and wanting to create like a, a song and a, a, yeah Did just, he do that? just talking about it yeah it's like yo oh just God. why can't you just like I, <laughs> I can't i understand hey we're doing this shit for the bag. I'm a, I'm a chase and I'm going to get it. But at some point you have to have some sort of grounds to stand on, yeah, you know, as like a, as a man, poof, some sort of fucking shame, like something, yeah, something, something. Mm-hmm. Because even with the slap thing, and I don't want to go into detail with that because we, we've already been there before and this is, this is yeah. old shit. But even with the slap thing, the reception of it, how, mm-hmm. how I've been around some Men that would go, oh, I would have done the same thing, and da 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 da, and I, yeah, you know, it, that's that's what a man's supposed to do. It's like, yo, you're missing the point, right? Like, men don't do things like that that are just just out of impulse and out of just a. Well, they do, but they shouldn't. Well, I'm distinguishing the difference between a male versus a, a man. man, right? I'm Got talking it. about a man is someone that exudes yeah. that masculine men energy, that masculine that. energy. Yeah, wouldn't do that. You would have been a little bit more calculated. You would have figured it out. And and I know we we talked about it briefly. Mm-hmm. And I know your stance was is hey you, you 
you don't you're not you don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah, right? but I'm also a woman. Right, right, right. So right. for me, I'm like, okay, well. Right, and my stance was, I understand why he did it. Right. right? Because he was key keying. She he looked over at her. He saw she didn't find it as funny as right. he did. He got up and he did it. And, and again, we're all assuming because no one really knows why the hell he did it. Right. But if I had to assume why he did it, mm-hmm. it would be A, because he felt the need to defend his wife mm-hmm. and he didn't want to go home <laughs> with her barking at him, asking him, yeah. why'd you let that man talk to me like this? And da 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 da. Now he would have had to hear that forever. Right. Yeah. I don't know how the relationship is. And then also probably. Because he's been dragged around media and he's been looked at like a like a bitch mm-hmm. for the past you know year two years or however long this whole red table talk and the whole August Alcina <laughs> thing and he's just been and Jada putting all their business out there right 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 so he probably took offense to it because he's seeing yet another person seemingly yeah and 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 at, but at the end of the day it wasn't really just it was it was a joke and even well, even my original statement I cited with the him community. by thinking that they could talk about his woman like that. That was his interpretation of Correct. it. Correct. Right. right. Well, that's how it seems. Yeah. Right. But at yeah. the end of the day, it was a joke. And, yeah. w- but whatever. Mm-hmm. Either way it goes. It, you, or, or not you, but men mm-hmm. that are fully in control of their energy and what they do and, and, and they exude masculine energy and they are the leaders and yada, yada, yada. They don't move that way where they act out of impulse and they just go right. and slap someone across the face on national television in front of <laughs> Yeah. Right. That's wild. Right. That so is. I say all that to say I would see I I have been in conversations where I hear people go, oh Chris Rock was a bitch and da 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 da. But it's like, no, actually he handled it like a man would. He took it and was, you know, like And uh, yeah, and I don't know how he hasn't talked about it, right? Like I feel like I don't there hasn't think so. Been a lot of I don't think so. I think I think there point. has been talks of Chris Rock said this, but supposedly it wasn't from like him. He, okay, and he's been pretty. Like he hasn't gone on the record and been like, "Hey, blah 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 blah," or at least not yet, right? If you ask me, I mean that's how. I don't think so. No, but I'm saying to your point is that he's handling it right as he should. Right now, in the moment, he looked like, "Oh, he's in shock. <laughs> what, the, what the hell just happened?" Mm. But. I feel, I feel like that's just that's just where we are. Unfortunately, where, where it seems like we're going in society, and 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 I I hate to pull this card because I don't want to make this a a black show or anything like that. But it feels like this is really being portrayed in within the black community. Yeah, like I'm not seeing, and maybe it's because well, I, unfortunately, my eyeballs aren't on it. But given these examples, you're talking about Will and you're talking about Kanye. Mm-hmm. It seems like these are misguided men who didn't really have a great male influence. Cause I don't think Kanye's dad was really actively in his life. And apparently Will Smith's father used to beat his mom's ass. So right. there's a lot of like misguided men who, and it shows. Right. Right. And it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because these are people and, it, and I don't just want to pick on them. Right. Mm-hmm. But it is unfortunate when we see someone that we look up to and we view as you know, an alpha based on their status and, and what they provide to us. Mm-hmm. In this case, is entertainment, right? And it that just goes to show it's it's crazy that these are the people that we put on the pedestal mm-hmm. just because they can yeah. entertain us and, and keep us happy as opposed to like a real leader that's out there spreading yeah. a message and da-da-da-da, but that's nor here nor there. But these are males that we hold to a high standard and we look up to and we say, this is what a man is and this is this is mm-hmm. yada 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 and then you see them act in this role mm-hmm. right and then and then it it just for the for the people that don't understand what's going on like the people that are lost as far as not understanding what real masculine energy looks like mm-hmm. then they come out and they root and they cheer and they go yeah this is what a real man does and da 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 yeah, it's a lot of and it's like oh people, wait a minute the blind leading the blind wait a minute right that's what it sounds like to me yeah so i don't know but on to something else because i don't you know i don't, I don't really want to spend too much time on that conversation but we did anyway <laughs> but the ultimatum show 
<laughs> this, this is what we're going to do. More, more. I just, just one more. Just give it to me. Just give it to me. Now, we're not going to actually talk about the okay, show. please. But for anyone out there that wants some good entertainment. <laughs> okay. Go on Netflix and watch The Ultimatum. Yeah, it's like, do you want to marry me or not? Or something like that. It's like the subtitle. Oh, okay. I don't know. But it's basically. You would know because you've been watching it. I have been watching it. And the <laughs> only reason why I have not seen the season finale is because it doesn't air until the 13th. So now, you can't wait. Now, wait, now, wait, now, wait. <laughs> now, now, now. In my defense, I'm not just watching the show mm-hmm. from start to finish. Okay. You see what I'm saying? No. Okay. I'm watching it in bits and pieces. Like, I just want to see the drama. Like, oh, what's this going to be? So I'm not sitting there and watching a whole 40 minute episode. The episode is 40 minutes long, but I'm probably consuming 20 minutes out of it. Okay. And I'm just kind of just weaving in and out just to kind of understand what's going on. But it's, to me, it was just an interesting show only because, A, I had nothing else to do on a Sunday morning. <laughs> you have other things to do, baby. Well, I, well <laughs> while I was doing my work, you know how I operate. While I'm doing my work, the you see the two monitors over there? Uh-huh. One of them had work on it and the other one had... Nonsense. Nonsense. Exactly. But it's... Mm-hmm. It's good nonsense, right? It's awful. Says you. Okay. But it's the number one show on Netflix, so... That's not saying much. I mean... Respectfully. I don't know. (laughs) The world's the world. Anyway, for those of you who don't know anything about the show, the show is about couples that have been together for, what, one and a half to two years or something like that. Mm -hmm. They're younger couples, so they're in their early 20s. Early to mid-20s. Right, early to mid-20s. And... Which is already the problem, but okay. Right, 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 Mm -hmm. right. right. And one person really wants marriage. Mm -hmm. And the other person is kind of on the fence. Right. And the one person has given, the person that wants the marriage has given the other person the ultimatum, hey, either you marry me Mm -hmm. or we move on. Right. So the idea of the show is to get all these couples together, start off with six couples, Mm and they get to meet. So six couples get to meet each other, I think is what you're trying to say. Six couples meet each other. And, and basically swap partners. They have dates, little little mini right. speed dates. Right, but it's among this group of six couples. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> and, and as long as they both mutually want to date one another, then they spend three weeks in a house in a fake marriage with another man or woman. Out of those six couples. Out of the six couples, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. And then after they spend three weeks with that person Mm -hmm. and they try to learn and figure out themselves and yada, yada, yada. If the grass is greener or not. Right. Mm -hmm. Then they get to spend another three weeks with their actual significant other. The one that they they, came with. The one that they came with. Mm -hmm. And then they get to decide if they actually want to get married with this individual, married to the individual, or if they just want to move on because... Mm -hmm. They either want to move on with the person that they spent time with, they just want to move on in life with anything, or Mm -hmm. like I said, if they want to get married to the person because they've seen, hey, the grass is a green on the other side, I actually love this individual, yada, yada, yada. Right. But, 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 the main reason why I wanted to have this conversation, did you you bring your notes? Okay. The main reason why I wanted to have this conversation is because in the first episode, I was intrigued by the idea that most of the couples, it was the woman giving mm-hmm. the man the ultimatum. Which you would think would be the case. Which you would, th- right. Which I would think right. would have been the case all the way around. Yeah. However, there were one or two couples, mm-hmm. I want to say two. Yeah, I think it was two. Where the man was giving the woman the ultimatum because mm-hmm. they wanted to get married and the woman did not want to get married. Right. And I thought my reaction to that was interesting because when I saw the woman giving the man the ultimatum, my knee-jerk reaction was, oh, that's just regular shit. Yeah, it's just the, the guy's just you know, trying to, you know, ride his single life or, you know, yeah, pseudo way. single life yeah. as, as much as possible mm-hmm. before he gets locked in and da-da-da-da and has kids. But as soon as I saw, and, 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 and I want to add to that, I thought that those relationships would easily be repaired because it's just the man just doing man shit, right? Okay. But the relationships where the man was giving the ultimatum to the woman, mm-hmm. I immediately thought, oh, that relationship is doomed. Same. It's done. Uh-huh. It's done. Right. 
Why do we think that? Well, to me, it's, it appeared like a role reversal. It appeared like the man giving off more feminine energy than the woman. That's like outside looking in like in the moment. That's what it felt like to me. Mm -hmm. That felt like, I don't know, like, I don't know if those women would have respect for those men or if they do or if they don't. Which is fucked up. Yeah. Which is fucked up, but it's not fucked up. But it is what it is. It is what it is. It's who we are as a species. Right. Right. And so these men, their chief complaint at the start of the show Mm -hmm. was that they wanted children. They wanted Mm -hmm. the family life because that's what they were accustomed to and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And they felt that. But it felt a little desperate that you're trying to get that from a woman that doesn't want to give it to you. Which, which is why I go immediately. Mm -hmm. This relationship is doomed. Right. Because this is not. This is not a normal situation. Right. So then my head goes, oh, it's so wild that we live in a time where we preach men should be more sensitive and men should do these things Mm -hmm. and be more open and, you know, want these things and blah, blah, blah. But this is what it looks like in most situations when men do all those things that society is telling us that we should do as opposed to being what we were designed to be innately right innately yeah and then it, so in this situation it's just it's immediate red red flags red mm-hmm. lights all over the place something's right. wrong right because my head goes like why 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 do these men want those things like i don't know enough because that's it's i don't not that most men don't want those mm-hmm. things but i feel like men want those things when they find a woman who wants those things? And then he's like, okay, I'll do it with her. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah. that it's a settling thing, mm-hmm. but I just don't think like men, that is just this burning desire that they have ever, ever since they're little boys, they can't wait to grow up and get married and have kids. Uh, like That seems odd to me. Like a woman. Like a woman. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. And these two dudes that did it, they didn't seem like they were, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They seem like, you know, they were they, they were on a That's why I feel like I would I need to know more. These there should be therapists here. There should be like that's why I told you that my main complaint about this show is that I don't like when you take a serious issue mm-hmm. like the dysfunction in what relationships look like these days and mm-hmm. the issues that are real life problems. Mm-hmm. And you kind of just like create the scenario, which is really toxic because I feel like ultimatums are manipulative and that already is kind of fucked up. And instead of taking this opportunity to make it like a real show mm-hmm. with like some depth and like I was telling you yesterday, more impactful and really like out there to try to help people, it would number one, it would have been these kids in their early 20s. Because that's the problem right there, if we're being honest. They're too young. Right. And so that's my, and I feel like you bring in therapists, like get to the root problem of why it is they feel the way that they feel. Because it's way deeper than anything that they're covering on the show. Right. Well, they're too young, but they're not too young. I say it more from the perspective of like, you don't really know who you are at that age. Some people do. But as a whole, I don't think like I look back at me at that age. Mm-hmm. I was still I'm I'm still figuring it out. Yeah, no, I know. I know. I understand. What I'm saying? I, understand I, I feel like from a maturity standpoint. Yes. Yeah, so if we're talking about biological clocks, then that's different. But the way our society is set up and just where you are in your own growth and in your own journey in your early 20s. Really? You think you're going to be with that person for the rest of your fucking life and you'd be happy? Good fucking luck. But. The number one thing, and as I was watching the show, their real issue came about. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the children. It wasn't the things that they said it was. Like some people were using finances as an excuse. The men, yeah. The men, mm-hmm. right. Really what it was, and even the men came out and they said it. Mm-hmm. Their real issue was communication. Mm-hmm. Right. Because one thing that, everyone was getting from being with a new partner uh-huh. was that they felt like they were being heard. 
Uh-huh. That was everyone's thing. Oh, I feel like this person is actually listening, listening to me. Yeah. Oh, I can open up to this person. I could be vulnerable because they actually see me and they want to hear what I have to say. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing that obviously was happening, and this is something that we're going to touch on later on mm-hmm. in, in the episode, this episode, you and I, uh-huh. not the episode, <laughs> not the episode <laughs> yeah, for the show. I got you. But it's that idea of being caught up in the honeymoon phase of things. That's where I went, yeah. So, of course, and I- And you have I, nothing to lose. You, you don't have, fucking know this person. Right. You're not committed. You don't have anything invested. So, sure, you're going to say all the things and they're going to do all the listening. Right. You see what I'm saying? And plus, and they're at that getting to know you kind of stage, yeah. even though the right. relationship isn't a real relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is for three weeks, but it's just to kind of see where you are. And some people took it- you know, deeper and most of them didn't, but yeah, they're still in the, in that phase, like every relationship starts off in, mm-hmm. which, or every relationship should start off in where you're just genuinely interested in getting to know this person. Right. Because this is a brand new person. So you're listening to them and all mm-hmm. these other things or, or, or that could be a real issue that's in the relationship where they're not being heard. Well, I'm sure it's a real issue. I'm just saying that I don't think necessarily a new person is a solution. I'm sure it's a real issue. Right. That's what that's what I was saying. And this came from well, mainly the men. This narrative came from the men that were given the ultimatum. Right. They came out and they were saying, "Hey, I don't want to marry this person because I feel like I can't communicate with this person, mm-hmm. or this person shuts me out. This person just kind of boom." And so. Another reason why I wanted to talk about this is because this is a prime example of the things that you and I have been talking about mm-hmm. where communication could just solve so much. Right. If you give that person the time to actually sit down and listen to them. Yeah. And you'd be receptive to it, which would then have, we'd have something to say about what, what's going on with these women that they're not listening to these men. You know right. what I'm saying? Just and vice versa. Because right, right. There, there were some men that weren't listening to, to mm-hmm. the to the women. Right. But but it was the ones that were given the ultimatum. They felt like they just weren't being heard mm-hmm. on both sides. Right. You know? Which is which is a sad thing. And and I say that because that could that's something that can easily be fixed. And and well not easily, but it can be fixed. And it's something that should be fixed within that relationship, because if you're not listening, or let's okay, let me I'll, I'll take that back. If you're the one not being listened to, uh-huh. then I can see where you want to pack your bags and go, assuming that you have the patience and the understanding to listen to the person, right? But it's just not being reciprocated, uh-huh, right? But if you're the one that isn't listening. Mm-hmm. That is something that you can improve on within that relationship. And you should, because you're going to probably have the same issue in any other relationship. Right. If you're not a good listener. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Because everybody wants to be heard. Right. Across the board. So one degree or another. Right. Yeah. Well, and with this show, they're young and they want to yeah. get out there and they want to do their thing. So That's understandable. I mean, that's understandable. At 25, I get it. Especially yes. especially 25 today. Exactly. And this and this isn't me countering what I just said before about is it too young? Da da da. da. No, it is the reality it, of it. It's the reality of it and it's because of today's society. Which is what today's it is. Today's yeah. society yeah. would say that that is way too young to get into a relationship figure yourself out, have a little fun. And I think that's the idea of this show was to trying to get them to have a little bit of fun with someone else mm-hmm. and just to see if the grass is green on the other side to right. figure out if this is their person or if it's not their person. Right. But it looks like ain't no one. <laughs> <laughs> Throw the whole thing away. I, <laughs> Best show uh, it just, it, it upset me because I was like, really? Like, this is a real thing. And it's just sad because we're just kind of like, Using it like entertainment and not really helping people. Mm. It it made me sad, honestly. Well, you you know what though, and and you and I have talked about this, and I talked about this with Sue. Is that it's not just there, like in a relationship. Mm-hmm. 
it's just the fact that we have access to everything. Everything is just yeah. so open. Even the idea of dating is just as easy as just going on your phone and swiping. Everything is just so easy. People are just disposable. Just, at, right, at disposable. This point. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But the hard, the harsh reality is that there's still feelings involved. Like even right, this show, you see that there's still yeah. feelings involved and, you know, people get upset and they can't handle it and yada, yada, yada. But it, 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 it is a sad thing. It is. A, and, and, I want to touch on this topic, but not in this episode. We'll do that. We'll do this for another episode. But monogamy mm-hmm. and big thing—the idea of monogamy. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that, right? You know how I felt about that. Yeah. Not because I don't feel like I can be monogamous. Yeah, you wanted to Babe, open <laughs> Don't, don't even, don't go there. No, 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 no. That's not true. Uh-huh. I just think that's a lot to ask of of somebody, and to me, a lot to ask of a man. For the most part. Mm. I'm with you. That's all I'm saying. I'm with you. People aren't ready for that conversation. Are you ready? 40 minutes in? I am. To talk about (laughs) what we came to talk about? (laughs) I might just end up deleting all this other shit out. Okay, whatever you want to do, baby. (laughs) I'm sure you'll figure it out. All right, here we go. Mm -hmm. So, in the last two episodes, last two or last three, what do you what about it? Well, I was gonna say in the last couple episodes, <clears throat> we were giving people different things to look out for as far as yellow flags, red flags when dealing with a relationship. Two? Last two. Last two. Okay. Yeah. I thought maybe we might have had a fun one in between then, like a one that wasn't so serious. That was the yellow flags one, I feel like. Really? Uh-huh. Okay. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's 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 like after I edit it, it's just scrapped out of my brain. Like I, I, I really don't. Yeah. I know. Okay, is that an insult at me? Is that no, I understand. It's a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make room for Netflix shows. <laughs> oh, yeah, see? I knew it. I knew there was some backhanded bullshit with <laughs> Anyway, so now we want to target people that are in relationships or even people that are not in relationships, mm-hmm. and we want to give you some tips right. on how to keep your relationship healthy, strong, keep it going. Right. Right. Keep it from slipping through the cracks, which, again, in today's society, it's just so easy to do. Yeah. Only because it's so easy to get lost in yourself. And and your life and everything and else life. going on and all and the it, priorities it we have. It's like. Yeah. We have too much going on. It's so crazy. Yeah. I'm sure there are a lot of people out there that feel the way I feel, but it just seems like you look up and it's a new month. Yeah. And then you go and then there are things that should have been addressed or people that you should have been speaking to. Mm-hmm. And then you go, Oh shit, it's been a week. It's been two weeks. Like I need to, you know, <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it, it's not mm-hmm. intentional. So yeah. I can easily see in a world where you get caught in a routine and you're in a relationship. And if you're not actively trying to maintain it, right. Keep the spark alive, keep the spark alive. Right. I can see a world where it, in, in today's time, yeah, it's just going to die off. And the unfortunate thing is, is that you, th- a lot of people would think that it's because of the person that you're with. And, and sometimes it, that could be true. Sometimes it could be true. Probably not for the most part. But for the most part, I would yeah. imagine it's not because of the person that you're with. It's just the way life is happening. Yeah. And then, but if you're not aware of that, then you try to replace that person mm-hmm. with someone that can fulfill the things that you felt like you lost in your relationship. Right. And then it happens to you again. Again. Which is why, what was it, 70-something or 80% of third marriages end in divorce? <laughs> Yikes. I know. There you have it. Those poor bastards. <laughs> They're still trying. All right. So, number one. Number one, number one, number one. Where am I? Okay. So, it's not seven. It's actually one, two, three, four, five. I was reading other shit. And I can't count. There we go. All right. (laughs) Number one, spend at least 15 hours of quality time together. A week? A week. I know. You said that, and I was like, that's a lot of time. (laughs) In a week. Yeah. It's a lot of time. Yeah. But it's not. It's not what it is. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because from what this article was saying, is that this quality time can include. 
having dinner with one another. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean going out to dinner. It could just, just be sitting at the you table take out, you yeah. all cook together, sit down at the table yeah. and eat dinner with one another, uh-huh. put phones aside because yeah. black screens and just phones in general can just distract. Yeah. Take, take, take away. all that away. Yeah. It could be a walk. It could be something as simple as enjoying a television show that you all enjoy together, mm-hmm. not where you're just watching it because I'm enjoying it and you're watching it with me. Like, right, but oh. you can laugh together, you can make comments, like, and have like connection during right. that time potentially. Right. Yeah, or it could be something as exciting as going outside and going on a walk, or yeah. having fun with one another, or sex, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Just mm. sex. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> so that would give me another hour and 57 <laughs> minutes to fill up. <laughs> wow. You really just said that. <laughs> well, that's three minutes out of our two hours a day. Wow, so let's, um, but yes, 15, 15 hours. Is that is that too much for you? You don't think you could do 15 hours? No, no, hours no. I'm not saying I don't think, but I could understand why people don't. That's a lot of time. It's a lot of time to make time for. I guess is what I'm saying. Like you, you have to make time. Right. Cause you think like you get up, get ready, you go to work, you come home after picking up kids, then there's extracurricular activities potentially. You gotta feed people, homework, tutoring, all the things, then start getting people ready for bed. When do when when do you do that? And then at that point you're exhausted. You're fucking drained. I don't I don't wanna talk. I don't you know what I'm saying? Like I could see how people feel that way. Mm-hmm. So that just sounds like a lot of time, even though it's not in the grand scheme of how many hours there are in a week. Mm-hmm. But I, I could understand why that would be hard to do for a lot of people. Right. Considering how life is set up. Right. So I, th- I think the important thing to do, and the article really didn't give advice on how you could do this, but I think the important thing you could do is just make sure that keep a schedule. Well, it has to be, you have to make it a priority. Keep things organized and make right. it a priority to you do You have it. to. Yeah. Even if it's something as simple, like I said, yeah. as sitting down and having dinner with one another. Right. If you all can have dinner with and one another. And even if you don't feel like it. You just do it. Like someone has to be like, no, we, we're doing this. We're just going to sit here. Yes. Like you have to. You Talk have. about your day. Let's have a discussion. Yeah. Like, right. Like you can't, because you could equally be like, yeah, you know what? I'm tired. You know? You know, I don't really feel like another person being, you know what, me too. But enough of that, weeks could go by. Right. And and I'm always, I'm the type of person where I always go, and you and I, we've, we've had this conversation recently about, you know, how we're going to move and things we need to cut out and da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. But I'm of the mindset of, if you want to make time, you can find time. 100%. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So. But sometimes I don't feel like it. Like, we talk about this even. Like, right. while I love sitting here and having these conversations with you and doing this podcast, mm-hmm. there are days where I'm just like, you know what? I really just don't feel like it. Then when I'm on here, I'm glad we did it. And then, when, you know what I'm saying? But it, it, we have to make it a priority. Right. It's not like we don't have shit else to do. Right. On the contrary, we have lots of other things that we could be doing right, right now. But we made a commitment, mm-hmm. which is what people need to do with each other. Right. And make it a priority. And no matter what, we sit here on either Sunday, Monday, or sometimes Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. And we get this done. Right. Because we're committed to it and we need to be committed to each other. Right. And you and I had this conversation where you're like, okay, well, we need to do X, Y, Z and boom, boom, boom. And maybe we could cut here. Yeah. And then my response was, okay, well, before I cut doing things that I'm trying to do in order to achieve a goal or to accomplish something, which would be this podcast. So Uh instead of me cutting out time where I edit in try to put out videos and things like that. Uh-huh. Instead of me cutting that back, I'm going to cut back any screen time that I would normally do. Yeah, Netflix. Also, now, I told you, man. I done told you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but those would be the things that I would sacrifice I before I come up with an excuse in saying I don't have time to do something. And that would be the case in a relationship. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So if you're... Find yourself in a position where you feel like 15 hours is too much time, mm-hmm. but yet you have time to watch shows or be on your phone, play games or whatever, maybe. Right, right, right. Exactly. Then you're just not prioritizing the things. Right. But if every other thing is happening, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm sure there are a lot of couples out there. There are some couples out there. Because I, I know one gentleman who 
I work with and after he works, he's spending time with his, you know, spending time with his boys and getting them to, you know, the different sporting events that they do in mm-hmm. now and then it's the night routine and helping with homework and da 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 da. Mm-hmm. I can see a world where for him to find 15 hours and not just him, but his wife, because they're both doing it together. Mm-hmm. For them to find 15 hours a week of just solid quality time with one another, that might be really, really hard for them to do. But that's most people. But there's always five minutes of sex and you know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> not sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> five Keep minutes. Okay. But uh, but I will also imagine in okay, would you consider this quality time? What? At the end of the day, just a little bit of cuddling. Yeah, I think so. I absolutely just connecting physically. We don't have to say a anything. A lot of people don't do that. Right. So we don't say anything. We just Yeah, we could be exhausted on top of each other. Right. Just touching. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So if you can't do the 15 hours, aim for it. Right. Fair enough. Find what you can do, but then make that a point. Right. Yeah. But I'm sure 15 was used because studies probably have shown that right, 15 right, right. hours is da-da-da-da-da. And boom. So because I'm sure the more, the, the better. Right. You don't have to stop at 15. Right. This is enough. We're done. We're done. We're done. Okay. So the next one is practice the five to one rule. And what this is, is for every negative incident followed with five positive things and or acts. Okay. And by things, it could be something that you say. So for every negative incident that you find yourself in, Mm -hmm. take the time to say, Hey, even though this took place, Mm -hmm. I still enjoyed dinner. I bet that rarely happens. I, I (laughs) bet that's the case. That's a really, really hard thing to do. Yeah, but I bet that's really helpful. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, because five, five is rough. What about two or three? Yeah, I'm I'm okay with a a, a critique sandwich. At right? the very least, one to try to offset. At the very least, which I think would be would probably be most of the time not a thing either. Work towards five. <laughs> five out the <laughs> gate. That's rough. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm I'm all for. I think a critique sandwich is easy to do. Right. Okay. You give. One positive thing, uh-huh. you hit them with the thing you're trying to critique or mm-hmm. the thing that might be considered negative, and then you hit them with something else. So you do like a little sandwich, boom, right? Mm-hmm. So but what if you just come out of your mouth because in the moment you don't you don't start it off nice? You better follow it up with how <laughs> try to get <laughs> Which that. Which I would assume that's what happens most of the time. Yeah, you're not gonna start it off with like, "Hey, babe, I really love the way you do this." But I don't like that. No, you're just in the moment like that. Right. <laughs> I would say this will probably be one of the hardest things for people to do because naturally, even even if we don't intend to do it, just by being human beings, yeah. just who we are, anytime we're faced with a negative situation, especially with someone that we love, uh-huh. our first reaction is to punish. And punishment can look any kind of way. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Punishment can look like, hey, I'm upset with you, so I'm not going to say goodnight to you. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm upset with you, so I'm not going to hug you. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm upset with you, so I'm not going to have sex with you. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm upset with you. Uh, I normally cut the, the coffee pot on. I'm not doing that. And yeah. I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And these are subtle things that. But they're big things. Aren't, that isn't like a punishment, like I'm yelling at you, I'm cussing yeah, at you, I'm it's slamming those little door. things. Right. Yeah. So. In a situation like that, which mm-hmm. to me, all jokes aside, this will be more of a realistic thing that can be done to uh-huh. offset a negative situation, is if you find yourself after an argument uh-huh. or or after an exchange with your partner that might be a negative vibe, negative okay. situation, at the very least, try to just give that person a hug. Yeah. Or let's say you didn't say goodnight. And you went to bed mad in the morning, then make it a point to like kiss them good morning and turn the coffee pot on to at least like soften it. So then you could open the door to like, okay, this person, like you brought it down, I'm going to bring it down Mm -hmm. and then we can have a conversation. Don't just keep it going. Then you don't say good morning. Then you don't cut the coffee pot on. And you know what I'm saying? Instead of keeping it going, 
I guess. That would be like a realistic. Right. Because yeah. truth be told, as people, and you don't even have to have a lot of pride or a lot of ego. This is just people in general. It's really hard to come. Well, especially out. if you feel like you're right, too. Well, and in most situations. <laughs> you do, right. Especially the like longer you're with someone. yeah. Right. Most of the time, you're both going to think you're right. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, there are situations where clearly one person's wrong. Yeah. Clearly is one. But right. even in those moments, it's mm-hmm. about winning. So you're going to see yourself yeah. as right in that moment. And then maybe later on you might go, yeah, all right. But even in that moment, that takes a special human being, a big person to say, hey, you know what? I was wrong. Yeah. And a lot of practice. And a lot of practice. Yeah. And so even if you can't do that, mm-hmm. because that's a hard thing to do. Yeah. You can still counter it by. Doing one of the things that that you and I mentioned. Right. Maybe extend the olive branch a little bit. Right. Instead of saying, I'm sorry, I was wrong. If that's something you can't do, which I understand a lot of people out there can't mm-hmm. do, then do a nice gesture. Right. Not going over the top, but at least. That you know that the person will receive as like an olive branch, like you're saying. Right. Yeah. Cut that coffee pot on. Right. You know. Right. As opposed mm-hmm. to just keeping it going. <laughs> or you could try to be a super special human being and <laughs> <laughs> do five things. But in the article, it did state that the five things is done together. So it's not just the two. It's not just one person. Like if I upset you, it's not me coming at you with five things in order to to make it work. It's after we've talked about a situation. Hey, we had this negative mm-hmm. situation because of. We disagreed on this, yeah. but we did a really good job at listening to one another and getting through it, even though listening to one another didn't occur in the moment. Yeah. After a while, you were kind of able to see where I was coming from. I was able to see where you were coming from. And we were, even if we didn't come to an agreement, we came to an understanding of where the other person was going. Right. That was really dope. Like, I'm glad that we were able to get through that. Right. And we were able to get through that so much so that we're not arguing about that again mm-hmm. right and your teeth look really white when you were <laughs> calling me an asshole but yeah, you still, look great don't there is still yeah. right, <laughs> right. <laughs> so try that you ready for the next one yeah and i, I just thought of because we've had this conversation and again it's not to say that it's easy but it's like do you want to be right or do you want to be happy that's hard but sometimes it just boils down to that yeah yeah. Yeah. The shitty part is that with that with that statement. Well, never mind. We we won't go down that rabbit hole. Cause that that'll just be a whole conversation of its own. What? That if you want to be right? <laughs> we'll 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 say okay. that. I, I think that could All be right. a whole episode of its own. Okay. Fair I'm gonna right. write that down. All right. So the next one, plan for fun. Mm-hmm. So this kind of piggybacks off of the 15 hours of quality time with one another. Okay. But also, if you do make plans, make sure you plan for fun. Okay. So one of the things that this article was touching on is the idea that anytime people feel like that they have to do something, like they have to plan for a good time, mm-hmm. that somehow it takes away the spark of that being a good time. <clears throat> But don't go in it with the mindset of, okay, well, we have to do this together. (laughs) You know, go in it with the mindset of we are going to have a good time. Right. Just changing your outlook on things and changing Uh the way you feel about going into a situation, something that easy can make it better. For instance, watch this. Okay. I'm sure there are some people out there, some couple or probably a lot of couples out there that don't just have spontaneous sex. Mm-hmm. Sex is probably a planned thing that takes That's place. Most people. <laughs> every Wednesday, we try to mm-hmm. make sure that we have sex. So instead of going into it where. Like, fuck. Right. Let's because, check this off my list. Right. Because <laughs> I, I would imagine if you're in that situation, one partner wants sex more than the other partner, or you both equally don't really care about sex. But right. you know. For whatever needs, reason. For, for yeah. whatever reason, mm-hmm. but you know it needs to happen. So if you are that partner that wants sex less than the other partner mm-hmm. or you both just don't want it Ugh, instead of, instead of going into it like all right Ugh. we're gonna have to have sex oh my God. all right let's do it's it so awful 
go into it like we're gonna have sex. It's gonna be a good time. We're gonna right. Uh this one. Oh, that's that a hard ex- one. That that's example. a bad example. Oh God! Just like <laughs> just the idea of like feeling forced to have sex. Okay, so how about this one? Is this a better example? Mm. So, so we're planning a family vacation because it's been a year since okay, we went on a, a vacation. Because I my my head just went so like there's red fucking flag city, but okay, right. The second. So then you enjoy the vacation uh-huh. and you plan it as <laughs> right. if it's going to be something that's going to be a fun. Yeah, yeah. And then. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Babe. No? Oh, my God. Is that an edit mark? <laughs> Where are we? All right. Nathan. Where are we? Oh, my God. Right? No. No? Okay. All right. Just plan for fun. Don't plan things as if you are doing things out of it being like an obligation. Yeah. Or, or again, the idea that because we're planning it now, it's not going to be fun. And so that's why I thought sex was going to be kind of a good example. Not because of the frequency issue. Not because of that. But because if you're planning it, I could see where the spark might be taken away from it, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah like if yeah. you're saying, OK, at nine o'clock, we're going to go to Pound Town. Right. Mm-hmm. Then I could see where you're like, Ugh, uh, <laughs> because it's planned. It's not yeah. the same thing as if it's just being spontaneous. Yeah. <laughs> that's a whole different. I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, that's. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. We'll table that. Yeah. OK. All right. Manage your expectations, not you specifically, but the reader. Okay. Manage your expectations. So everybody manage their own expectations. Everyone manage their own okay. expectations, which I think this is probably the biggest one in here, right? And the reason I say that is because especially this quote-unquote transparency world that we live in, which mm-hmm. is mainly fake shit. Right. Right. It's easy for someone to have high expectations or have expectations that just are never going to be met. Right. Because of what they see in movie media, what they see, you know, from what they hear from friends and what people talk about and blah, 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 blah. So they expect something extravagant to happen. They expect a honeymoon phase all the time. Uh If it's not the honeymoon phase anymore, then it's throw it away. Then throw it away because Mm -hmm. this person is supposed to be. What was it? Uh, find someone that's obsessed with you twenty four seven. What was that? What was that meme or some shit like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like wait, that's horrible. <laughs> right. You need to manage your expectations because, truth be told, after the honeymoon phase is when the real relationship starts. True. That's when it really begins. Right. That's when the the for real, better or for worse. <laughs> right. And that's when the real person starts mm-hmm. to come out. Right. Manage, but also communicate your expectations. As long as they're realistic. Well, even if they're not. Okay, Communicate fine. them. Uh-huh. And then you could see where you could find common ground. Because I feel like that it, to me, and per my experience too, I feel like the issue with expectations isn't even so much that like they might just be too much. It's just that you don't even communicate them to that person. You feel like they should know. You expect things of people without even having a conversation about it. To me, I think that's even a bigger issue. Yeah, that's unfair. But it happens all the time. I expect you to do this. I expect you to know that, hey, this day was my day to go and get all the kids and do all the things after school. And when I come home, I would have expected you to have started dinner. Because in my mind, that's the least you can do. I'm doing all this. But if you don't communicate that, that's not fair. But I think in your mind, that could be like, how? why would that not be something that you would do? Why would I have to say that? You because you have to say it because people aren't mind readers. That's what I mean. Even like little things. Gotcha. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. So <laughs> I feel like you were you were coming at me about something <laughs> like the the whole time. I'm like, yo, did that? Did I, I know you, to... you? You were looking at me. Yeah, because yeah, I'm like, wait, we don't even have kids. Too. Like this is not. This is did not... I forget to start dinner? Yeah, but I was like, this is not even a scenario that we would have ever been in. You were in. looking at me kind of. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, because I felt I felt like, wait a minute. Attacked. That was really real. That was good. <laughs> Jesus. I'm a hot. It said, be of the lights. <laughs> but no, all jokes aside, 
<laughs> yes. You're in the clear, babe. Yes. I do think it is. Yes, that makes sense. Communication is key. And that just boils down to everything right. else that we've been talking about, communication, blah, 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 blah. And I think, and I'm going to speak to women with this one. Sometimes mm-hmm. I think we expect our men to do the shit that we would do without communicating right and we're dummies men need direction and guidance and you love it because now you know what you have to do and everybody's on the same page and you're gonna do it and now your wife's not gonna be mad yeah i don't mind a list yeah give me a list just exactly i think men appreciate that give me a list you're not fucking mind readers and women they that's okay Mm -hmm. and just because you feel like you would do that and you expect it does not mean that it's the same for them that's just right. the way men are built. Right. You've seen me without a list. I don't know with, how you do it. Without, without, no, no, no. I'm saying you've seen me without a list and I felt like I had shit that I needed to do. I know. And I wanted to do things. Right. And now I look like one of those toys that like, oh, it's like a little robot where it goes straight for a little bit and yeah. it spins in circles and it goes another way and it spins know, in circles babe. and it goes another way. Yeah. Like, just just give me a list. Give me a yeah. list of things that you need me to do. You need me to clean yes. the gutters. You need me to start laundry. You need me to do it. Right. I'll this knock them out. You want him to do X, Y, Z. I could do it. I yes. could do it. Give me a list of I'm things to do. I'm telling you, and I could that do would save so much. But if you don't give me a list, I'm going to know that there's something I need to do. Yeah. And I might do something. I'm going to do something, but, but it, it might, might be the wrong be shit. what you expected right. because I didn't make it clear to you. Right. And now you're looking at me like, hey, I wanted you to start dinner. And then oh, now but you I have resentment. Right. Aren't you happy that I did this? I was tinkering with this over exactly. here. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm happy, you. but I'm not happy. That's in this not way. what I was expecting, but right. that's your fault. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I didn't get a list. <laughs> but but just to kind of bring it back home, uh-huh. managing your expectations is very, very important because a, a lot of issues, and I think we've said this with a lot of things, it, it's just most of the time it's just internal, Right. You figuring out you mm-hmm. and how to better navigate you and how you feel. Yeah. And that's going to help empower you when it comes to dealing with another mm-hmm. human being. Right. If you can't manage what the hell's going on internally, especially in in the situations that this article is talk, you know, mm-hmm. preaching about is yeah. the idea that a lot of people just have super high expectations and unrealistic expectations. Right. If that is your issue, that is going to be your issue with Everywhere you Tom, go. Dick, Harry, mm-hmm. everybody. Mm-hmm. It's not going to subside just because you move over to another relationship. Right. So, bada bing, bada boom. Anything else you need to yell at me about while we're on the mm-hmm. podcast? Anything else I'm going wrong? Okay. All right. <laughs> Last one. Don't let the small things build up. It takes me back to the thing that we were saying about like the follow up, the one bad with five. Mm-hmm. That kind of, I feel like, would tie into it. Don't let things build up. It's like break that if you can. Right. Kind of address things mm-hmm. as they happen as right. opposed to, eh, whatever, eh, whatever, mm-hmm. eh, whatever. And then when there is something that needs to be addressed and that you are addressing, now you're yelling at that person for you're all the five ten. shit that they yeah. did, mm-hmm. all the other five little things that they've done, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, "Wait, wait, wait, what? Where's that? Where's that even coming from?" Yeah. And then, and then that other person feels attacked, mm-hmm. as opposed to if you tell them, "Hey, you left the toilet seat up, and you know I didn't like that." Right, I fell into the toilet this morning. Right, then I would have said, "Dumbass, why did you just check it?" <laughs> Duh, I, I, I. I check it every single time. I gotta go. Why can't you? Mm-mm. No, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> but yes, don't let those little things add up to something big. Mm-hmm. And then when you finally let out, now you're just exploding. And the other person's like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> right. Why Why are you coming at me crazy? Because I left the the milk out on the counter. Right. But really it's because you did that two other times mm, by accident. Yeah. And then you didn't wipe the ketchup mm-hmm. bottle off after you sprayed the ketchup in. And then, it, you know, it's just... <laughs> right. And you didn't start dinner. Right. <laughs> see, see, here you, you go see? with that shit. You see, what's this dinner? What's this? Dinner? You haven't cooked for me in a while. Have I had the opportunity to? No, I know. But I'm totally kidding. I'm just saying. But you're not. Even though you haven't. 
<laughs> Why are you looking when at was me the last crazy? time you've been over here to actually have dinner? You haven't invited me over. Invited you? <laughs> you haven't said, you used to say, hey, babe, don't worry about it. I'm cooking today. I'd be like, oh, I'm not complaining. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really not, though. I'm really not, though. I'm really not, though. No, 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 no. Like, we've been busy. And, like, I've been cooking, even though it's been a while, probably, too. But we've been busy. All right, we're back. We had a bit of a technical difficulty there. <laughs> One of the cameras decided to just shut off. Yeah, just was like, ah, we're not. I'm not doing well, I'm this done anymore, here. and I'm just gonna <laughs> cut it off. Yeah. So I got to figure out what's going on with that. But, but we have given you five things, right? Is it five? I don't remember anymore. Oh, <laughs> you said it. Jesus H. One, two, three, four, you five. You counted, but I wasn't paying attention. You know what? <laughs> we're going to address that. That was a small thing, mm-hmm. and I don't I'm like the idea that go. you forget <laughs> well i wasn't paying attention i didn't forget well i don't like the idea that you don't pay attention to me we're going to talk about that small thing afterward and then i'm going to expect five good things from you okay you see what i'm saying fair enough yeah how about that <laughs> you see what we did there learn <laughs> but this has been yet another episode of the feelings first facts later podcast the podcast where we saying shit but we ain't saying shit as always, I go by the name Nathan Mitchell, and I did this with none other than the wonderful Christina. Bye. Peace. Bye, 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 bye.